Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. This podcast is brought to you by the supporters of patreon.com forward slash Dan Lissac. And if you enjoy this podcast, you should consider becoming a supporter of patreon.com forward slash Dan Lissac. This will not be the last time you hear the phrase patreon.com forward slash Dan Lissac in this podcast. Enjoy! Hello, hello, how are you? Trying to keep it down a bit, guys, I've got a headache. And uh, I didn't want to buy up all the painkillers because people actually need them right now. So I put some deep heat on my head, some heat rub. And um, it's not helping in any way. In fact, I think it's making it worse, which is good. May have to go shower that off. But welcome back, episode 31 of Falling Forward with Dan Lassac. That That's me, Dan Lassac. And this is our one year anniversary, look at that, we've been doing this a year. Who thought we'd make it this far? I sort of say that every week, but, you know, I'm always surprised. I'm always surprised that people come back and listen to this, me yabbering. But enough yabbering. Um, This week's guest is the delightful Kurt J. Mack, YouTuber, Twitch streamer, podcaster really. His YouTube channel is essentially a podcast, but whatever you call him. We can all agree he's a delight. Very lovely man, has raised a huge amount of money for charity and has been entertaining people solidly for the last decade. Um, he's going to tell you about himself when I ask him questions in a minute, so I won't won't ramble on. Um, I hope everyone's looking after themselves and, and uh, if you are locked down or anything, you, you've got adequate amounts of entertainment, uh, toilet roll, and pornography um, if, if you're into toilet roll that is and yeah just generally look after yourselves look after each other oh also this one was the first time I've ever recorded one remotely uh, a distance thousands of miles in fact so it will sound a little bit different Andrea has already said it actually sounds better which is kind of appalling to me um, it's meant to sound worse, you know, doing it over the internet, but apparently it sounds far better. We could go into it if you wanted. It's all about the separation of the mics and stuff. I could do a whole podcast about mic placement, but I'm not going to. I should just get out of the way, really. Why Why are these intros so long? They don't need to be. If you want to check Kurt out elsewhere on Twitch, he's Kurt J. Mac. No K on Mac. You don't need the K, it's M-A-C. Uh, Twitter is Kurt J. Mac. Uh, YouTube is Kurt J. Mac. Or you can search Farlands or Bust. Instagram is Kurt Indeed. Patreon is Kurt J. Mac, I think. You'll have to Google that. Hey, just Google it. And you know where I am. I'm all the places as Dan Lassac. Especially uh, Bandcamp and uh, Patreon. Not because they're the places you can give me money and provide support for my musical and podcast endeavours. No, no, just because they're two websites I like. Anyway, I'll get out of the way, enjoy this one, and I'll see you in a couple of weeks. The music on this podcast can be found at danlesac.bandcamp.com And if you were to purchase some of the ambient twerks or trip-hop bangers, 
from danlasack.bandcamp.com, you'd be directly supporting this podcast. Enjoy! If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait. Is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. Are you good to go? Is there anything you need to get off your chest? Any uh, rants before we start? I have no rants. None. None. (laughs) Just none. Okay, that's good. None whatsoever. That's that's a good amount of rants to have, to be fair, in this day and age. Right, let's do it. So, who are you? I am Kurt J. Mack. Uh, man, it's hard to define what I am more than who I am. <laughs> human. Uh, a human, yep, human, of Excellent. Earth. Of Earth, uh, an Earth human. Of, wow. Yes, <laughs> those rare Earth humans. <laughs> uh, a, a YouTuber, Twitch streamer the 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 much hated term content creator uh, uh I, could you ever be considered to be a influencer oh that's even worse that's uh, even worse to me i and honestly i don't think i do any of that i'm not much for the the brand deals or the uh you know influencing i think uh, most uh twitch streamers youtubers have influence but that's not the reason they're doing it i think influencer as a term is like i'm gonna sell your product for you whereas we accidentally influence people usually to turn off the podcast (laughs) yeah that could that could be something so yeah it is it is nothing wrong with that of course i have plenty of friends and colleagues who probably are more influencage. <laughs> Some of my best friends are influencers. Yeah, there is nothing wrong with that. But it is it's funny how that term has become quite uh, negative now. And I think maybe it's because it's sort of saying the quiet bit loud. You know, mm. we all like to think that we're doing something more than selling a thing for somebody else. Right. There, That is something that could feel ingenuine i suppose we all want to appear genuine and kind of portray the most uh genuine parts of ourselves so when it 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 doesn't when that when that comes into question it does kind of raise an eyebrow and maybe some people might poo poo that or, or or be a little bit stink eye towards that but uh yeah I, I i think myself it's less a it's less of a conscious choice to not be directly an influencer and more of just i'm not uh good at that either (laughs) either either 
like making those connections with those those hashtag brands or or whatever or just uh kind of breaking into that world Mm, mm. you talk about being genuine um we'll probably get into flob more deeply in a minute but that's something that um you do on well i suppose we should get into it now because people (laughs) won't know what we're talking about so far lands or bust is your youtube series you've been doing since what 2011 correct 2011 and we'll get into the details of it in a minute but every week new episode and it's you playing minecraft and just talking and Mm -hmm. part of the success of that series is the fact that you will talk about anything that's on your mind in the world and be genuine about it if you were i can't imagine that show running for as long as it has if you were trying to sell something even if you were trying to sell a personality that isn't you being a rate comment or subscribe type (laughs) uh youtuber right is it hard to be as honest as you are on that every single week it it can be um it's certainly uh it's hard to run it's hard to come up with new things to be honest about uh even after nine years Mm. um there's a lot of repeating yourself or uh uh it feels a little bit like uh you know the people who have been with me for there's people who have been watching and following for the whole nine years and it blows my mind because they're like oh i was i was in high school and now i'm graduated college and you're still going in this far lands or bus series and that's just like i feel old but that's also just wild the wild concept to me um yeah like growing up your audience going from that point of you know, by the time you're done, you're going to have people who were in high school and now have children, you know. Right. If you're ever done, does it ever end? <laughs> Man, that's that's the big question, isn't it? I mean, I I don't know. I mean, it's kind of, I'm, I'm not... It's it's the the catchphrase the tagline is oh it's it's not about the destination it's the journey mm. um, which is something I think the fans more came came up with than than myself um, but that you is just kind of get true <laughs> you just want are we there yeah. yet no yet oh I just want to be done as soon as oh, po- possibly can be done with this <laughs> it's uh, been nine years guys <laughs> yeah come on um, so yeah I don't I, it it is. Uh, uh, less about the the speed i suppose it is possible i might i've said this many times i might never reach the destination i might never reach the goal um and that's fine by me honestly at this point it might, it might be a little bit anticlimactic it could um, be yeah right uh but uh that that's something i don't even think about it's just uh, it's just a, a, a day-to-day thing. And, uh, oh, this is a new thing we're seeing. This is a new question I'm being asked. This is uh, a thing maybe we've seen before or talked about many times before, but there's new people watching. So, yeah, it's it's something I personally don't maybe even fully understand the, the longevity of and the, the, the audience's interest in uh, the, conti- you know, nine, <clears throat> nine years. It's a long time. Uh, it is a long time, <laughs> and uh, it's uh, yeah, it's just one of those uh, things that just sort of happened. Uh, I didn't even when I started, like with Farlands or Busts. I, I don't know, we haven't really introduced it. Walking to the edge of the Minecraft world, yeah, impossible. Um, I didn't even know it was really impossible when I started. I and it was just a, a hobby. At the beginning, I just was make. I, I saw people doing let's plays on YouTube. I was kind of in a weird spot of my own life where I, I didn't like the job I was in. I was I was looking for kind of outlets and things like that, and so I started my own just for fun YouTube channel. Play some video games. Play some Minecraft was easy enough, and uh, came up with the idea. Oh hey, you know somebody somebody talked about the edge of the map. So I'm like, that seems neat. That seems something I could tried to do it, it was it going to take a couple months you know <laughs> um so it was just kind of a not a means to an end but a means for me to keep doing the youtube thing to keep making videos and, and 
and that really caught on and that's what took me by surprise i suppose that's, that's kind of interesting like you were approaching it as a thing to do more than this grand grandiose goal that you you were interviewed on radio 4 over here which is a very pretentious middle class radio station bbc radio mm. 4 and uh, they do they do make leaps and the way uh the host described it is that you were searching for the edges of the developer's imagination. In, <laughs> e- in essence, you were searching for the creator and all this. And I was just like, that's, that's some big, you're searching for God there. That's huge. <laughs> but it's nice to know that you were, no, yeah, I just wanted a thing to do. I didn't want to have to think about what I was going to do before I made a video. Um, right. It was the whole Forrest Gump you know, I, th- I just like running, <laughs> and uh, I, it's uh, yeah. It was it was almost a not an afterthought. I mean, I, I kind of realized I didn't see anybody else doing it, so I guess there was a little bit of mm. I don't know what to call that entrepreneurial spirit. Being like, oh, I could be unique by doing this, but uh, but yeah, once it started gaining traction like that and interest, then then I, I'm like, oh, I, I I should probably think about this. Uh, seriously, huh? Mm. We haven't quite said what what Farlands is. So, um, my understanding of it is in the version of Minecraft you're playing, because nowadays what you're doing has been patched out, basically mm-hmm. as you got further from the central point, from the very first point you spawn on a map, um, the code, the algorithm that generates the world basically goes wrong. As mm-hmm. that that's a fairly good grasp, of, right? And you're trying to get there on foot. People have gone there, but they've only gone there by um, breaking the code of the game to teleport themselves there. Right? They've either teleported themselves or dirty or, you know, cheaters. Dirty cheaters. They haven't earned it. Um, so yeah, it's it's because the world of Minecraft is uh, procedurally generated. Uh, so there's a lot of numbers and code and math that even I don't understand uh, that goes into that. And yeah, eventually the numbers of the coordinates uh, of how far you are from that zero zero center of the map get so big that the way it calculates it, it goes wrong. And instead of your, your, your Minecraft world that you're used to seeing, it creates you know, you know, the upside down, basically <laughs> giant walls and then you know, water in the sky and, uh, yeah, uh, this, I heard this was a glitch, it, so I'm like, that seemed like something neat to see. <laughs> it's kind of a cool metaphor for life, in a way. Like the further away you get from the point you started, how how dramatically different your world looks to where it did before. See, we can we can make it sound far more pretentious than it really is if we want. Yeah, we can go that the the <laughs> the BBC Four way. We're, yeah. we're searching for God. <laughs> That uh, that radio station is like, uh, I, I suppose, kind of um, PBS, but but more, mm. you know. There's lots of dramatizations of um, books about the IRA and all that. It's re- and documentaries, and then, but then there's the longest running radio sitcom called The Archers, which is just like this farming village. Uh, so I say sitcom, I mean soap opera. It's just mm. a 15-minute uh, soap opera about this farming village. It's very odd radio to listen to. It's very, uh, <laughs> every 15 minutes, it top its topic changes dramatically. And, like, toward the end of the day, you have um, Gardener's Question Time, <laughs> where it's just gardeners having a chat <laughs> about what to do with their herbaceous borders and stuff. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Interesting. The weirdest. I don't know. Because I listen to music radio. It's just music all day. And it's Mm -hmm. every few hours the voice saying, hey, and next we're going to play changes. Whereas Radio 4 just goes through every different possible iteration of what they think is interesting over the course of a day. It's good. Mm, Okay. It's good. A little bit like NPR here. Yeah. But NPR yeah, always but, feels a bit more in depth. Mm-hmm. You know, they they uh I don't know, yeah, NPR definitely does a little bit more politics than Radio 4 does. Right, yeah. But Yeah, that's that's something 
I certainly remember. And even like when we were chat, chatting about this, I said, man, I, I haven't done quote unquote interviews in a while. Um, I remember that BBC one, mm. uh, whoever was interviewing me kept asking if I was all right. I'm like, I'm just nervous. This is kind of <laughs> weird. I don't know how, I don't know how big a deal or little a deal this is. Uh, uh, and similarly, big deal. Uh, huge New Yorker, huge deal. It was huge. I was everywhere. I reckon because um, you did, you say you did one for the New Yorker, I would have thought it's probably up there, similar sort of size. Yeah, I, and that's honestly the one that kind of started it all. Was this New Yorker online article um, they wrote, and then uh, all the uh, web, uh, you know, gaming blogs picked up on it. Mm. Your 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 uh, polygons or what's the uh, uh, Kotaku. Kotaku, that's the one that uh, took my website down because there was then too much uh, traffic going to it. <laughs> and then uh, the whole Guinness World Records thing where they I was came gonna out get and did to a that. whole... Yeah, they did all photo shoot and, and spread in the Guinness Gaming Edition. <laughs> um, like I said, I'm not good. I, I don't find myself fitting into the puzzle piece of an influencer. I also... And similarly, it's, it's a weird... I, I, I guess... I'm genuine in my content, but I, I disconnect myself from it. If that makes any sense whatsoever, I, I, Kurt, don't want to be famous. I want my content to be famous. Mm. So there's a little bit of a, a, a separation there. I can't remember who said that. Uh, I think it was Nerd Nerd Cubed mm-hmm. uh, is a, is another gaming YouTuber. He early on. Uh, had a fan show up at his door just out of nowhere. And, and and he's like completely freaked out about that. I remember he made a video being like, this is not okay. And mm. that's one of the lines he said that stuck with me. He's like, I don't want to be famous. I don't want you guys to want me. I want my content, my videos to be famous, my comedy to be famous. Um, and that really struck a chord with me as a similar thing. Cause it's very, it's a scary place out there for someone like myself, who's a little bit more introverted and anxious about things. Uh, and you, so when, you're in America as well, so the fan can mm-hmm. turn up with a weapon. Um, that too. A, a, a legally purchased weapon as well. Right. We have, right. To, we have to do our, our crimes illegally, where you do your crimes legally. Does that make sense? That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the legal crimes, the right to do a crime. Um <laughs> Uh, right. So yeah, it's, yeah, to do a crime that everyone else thinks is a crime. Yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, that, that that's just a weird, and it's possible I overreact, and it's it's possible I've you know I've never run into any situation where I felt like I was in harm or anything like that. But yeah, it, um, there's a difference though between you're walking around your town and someone goes, "Hey, it's you," and someone knocking on your door. You know? Oh yeah. I, uh, Even, yeah, I've I've had people like see me walking my dog, and and they would post on say an Instagram and say, "Oh, I saw you on this street walking your dog." I think, and I have to delete their comment because I'm like, "Hey, that's great. You should have said hello, but maybe not also like put my address in yeah, one of my Instagram yeah. comments." I, saw, I think I saw you in your living room at. <laughs> Was that you? Is this your address? Um. <laughs> So you mentioned the world record. Mm-hmm. Obviously, a big part of what you're doing with Fireland or Bust is you've been running it for charity as well. Mm-hmm. Like, so what? Do you know what the total is so far in this nine years? Uh, overall, I've I've I started uh, I started my series and my YouTube in in March of 2011, and then started to gain traction. I wrote that once down. That's that's yeah, correct. I, well done. <laughs> mm, mm, I got it. <laughs> A plus. I did. Uh, it started to gain traction once I started doing the the walking to the far lands thing, uh, and that that was kind of a point where I'm like, oh, I better start taking this more seriously. And again, I don't want to be famous. You know, YouTube millionaires weren't really a thing back in in 2011 yet. That wasn't quite a thing. Um, so it wasn't like that was a goal of mine. So Although like, how to can us, I... nine, year feel, nine years feels like a long time ago. It's not really that long ago. No, I know. Like, yeah. The scale of 
internet celebrity has gone insane in in this last decade. Oh yeah, definitely. in good ways and bad ways, but it's right. Yeah, it's yeah something to be with from the beginning is a bit to mm. see how the platforms and the audience and just the general perception changes uh, around everything. And that was even before I started making any money myself on, I'm like, I, I, I need to, maybe I needed to deflect some of this attention away from myself and towards something else. Or maybe I was trying to find some way to do, to do good with the attention that I was getting. So I started in uh, June, June of that year to, to raise money for charities, uh, raise money for child's play charity, which is a, a penny arcade uh they do all the pax uh, mm-hmm. gaming conventions and things like that that's one of their charities uh i did direct relief and uh this year i'm doing an animal rescue uh here locally in seattle uh and i think uh Pulse. in total across pause yes pause uh in total uh i think i'm at about four hundred and fifty thousand uh, dollars that's raised. a lot of money that is a lot of money that, that's a huge amount of money for playing a video game on the internet right and and just people being interested enough in me continuing because that's kind of i don't Mm. know if i would have continued as far as i have without some sort of additional incentive like the charity the fundraiser thing i'm I'm, maybe i would maybe i wouldn't i'm not sure is the does the charity add pressure or is it a relief like is knowing it's doing good make it easier to do or is there that well i have to do this now because i have to help these people well have to help these dogs now yeah these animals have to yeah um i think that that comes and goes there certainly have been times where it's been like yeah this is great this is you know keeping me motivated and then there's been times where maybe I personally wasn't so motivated, but I don't want to let people down. These people are being very generous. Uh, they're expecting maybe not even something in return, but something, some feedback on that. Um, so yeah, that, that ebbs and flows, I think, depending on where I'm at creatively or in my life or, or something like that. But it's certainly, I mean, overall, it's helped, definitely. Mm. It's, it's really interesting because a lot of people who create whether it be Twitch or YouTube, who you get into a schedule, you have to have, like, the way the algorithm works kind of encourages you to have a routine and do a thing same time each week or same time each day for some people. And it is interesting that that you are being creative, whether I know you're sitting there playing a game and talking but you are still having to engage that creative part of your brain and if you're not happy if there is stuff outside your life going on you can't take a day off because you feel Mm -hmm. like well we're gonna lose all that momentum and then it's really it's really strange kind of um it's like low-grade radiation of pressure it's not like the Mm. biggest pressure in the world you can take the day off but it's just always going to be there in the back of your brain that i should be doing this right it's kind of the worst of the pressures because those big stressful i've got a deadline this has to happen or people die (laughs) maybe not that excessive at least you, (laughs) you can put everything in and get it done whereas these sort of smaller things weigh right. on you a little more. There is the, the right, there is no there is no uh like I've done like like you said, like, oh you have to do this thing at a deadline and then it's over. Mm. Um this just has to be a continual yeah, like you said, the, the low grade radiation or just like a continual uh push uh with you know, just to keep the train moving. Uh or else you know, you can't, like you said, you can take a day off, but you'll see the next time you're on, the numbers will be smaller or mm. uh, interest will be less uh, or, or something like that. It is a weird, whether or not it be YouTube or, or Twitch, uh, you see a lot of the platforms now, oh, you make sure, you know, make sure you take breaks and take vacations, but the platform will still punish you if you do 
whether or not that is the the powers that be that's not their intention that's just part of like you said the algorithm the the, the community the uh, the 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 kind of fleeting kind of fickleness of, of a online audience at anything really i suppose any platform mm. i think there's a certain element of um it's a bit like going to the store and they're out of stock of your favorite brand of bread so you have to buy a different bread and then all of a sudden mm. Oh my god, this bread's really nice. Why have I not been having this bread the whole time? As well, I think the way that algorithm works is if there's a gap on the shelf, it will fill it with something similar and hope you pick that up instead. Right. These yeah, analogies today. I'm I'm You got you're on fire. <laughs> on fire. <laughs> um so where are you at now episodes wise with flop 777? Yeah, I'm just about to publish 777, just recorded that one. Did you do anything um, special for all the sevens? I did not. You know, no. after after 700 episodes, and you, you kind of run out of these <laughs> anniversary sort of special things to do per episode. Did um, you do one for 666, though? I think I did. You, um, you made I can't remember what demonic, I did, but probably. I must have done something. What's that? You probably made something demonic. I think so. I think I did make a big, like, flaming lava 666 on the ground. I'm pretty sure now is that's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I'm never, you know, it, that's kind of one of the things about the series and the fact that the I'm just walking in one direction and the game is procedurally generated is I'll do these things and I'll continue walking and... See, I might have built this monument or thing and I'll never see it again. It's just, in, it's just, we'll have to remember it in the video and that's it. It's really interesting that, yeah, that you're never walking back. It's, you're not trying to meet a distance requirement. You are literally walking west and only west. That's, mm-hmm. that's all you're doing. And uh, I find it funny because I don't think I could have made the choice between east and west or <laughs> north and south. How did you come to the choice of west? I think it was just, uh, again, back when I started, I, I'm like, ah, it'll just take a few months or whatever. Maybe it'll last me to the end of the year to get to the far lands. I didn't do any research about it. Uh, my excuse was like, oh, that's where the sun sets. I'll make sure I'm I'm going the right way. Yeah, that's actually nice. the sunset. Yeah, like, mm, like okay. the sun, you're racing the sun. That's cute. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that was not a big decision. <laughs> <laughs> well, you ruined it. Basically, I wanted it to oh. be like you'd spent weeks <laughs> researching and, and getting in there and really researching the great explorers of history and which direction they set off on their their grand adventures. Now, <laughs> I, I do find it interesting, like with any decision, when somebody else asks you about that decision and you don't have a good enough answer for them, even though you you're giving them like a truthful answer. Like why did you name your album that or whatever? And it's like you don't want to, but sometimes you just shrug and go, Oh yeah, it just sounded good. It it has no <laughs> meaning or depth. Oh I've something I've found as well that I've over the years like started making up answers that aren't true, but it just like if someone asked me how I met Pip, it was like, we, neither of us can remember, basically. We were, mm-hmm. we did go to the same college briefly, kind of, and maybe we met at work, but it's all very, like, we were just in a Venn diagram of a lot of people in our area, so we mm-hmm. don't have, like, a cool story. But eventually you start saying things, well, like, yeah, so my mum was in hospital at the same time as his mum and we met in the <laughs> way. You just start making stuff up because people want some bigger, greater answer than it just seemed like a good thing to do, I suppose. Right. Like We were in proximity to each other, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we, just, we were just about. <laughs> <laughs> um, you... A few years ago now, started a Twitch channel as well. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the thinking behind that? Was that just a, not in a grubby way, but was that a financial decision? Uh, f- yeah, mo- maybe a little bit financial. I, I've had my Twitch channel for quite a while, but I never, 
uh, I, I started on YouTube. I was kind of ingrained in the YouTube kind of system of recording and uploading and, you know, making episodes of things. Um, so I've, I, I've had my Twitch. I remember back when to be a partner, you were actually a partner with Justin TV, mm. uh, in order to get ad revenue with that. Um, but yeah, it's only been uh, a couple of years since I started, I kind of made a switch, uh, to, to do the Twitch full time. Um, so that was kind of financial kind of because YouTube has, uh, has not, uh, been <laughs> too <laughs> yeah, friendly of a place to be both, both community wise and, uh, monetarily wise. Um, and, and yeah, it was just sort of, I felt that was definitely the way a lot of my friends were, were going. Uh, and it has certainly worked out in that favor definitely yeah because i suppose um the um mind crack is that the right mind crack mind crack um (laughs) obviously a lot of that community are on twitch as well yeah Mm -hmm. it's it's really interesting how how minecraft as a game has built these these huge communities like overlapping people who are now kind of lifelong friends somehow just coming together around the game which right and that's yeah that's how like the mind crack is just a we started as youtubers who wanted to play minecraft and we had a server together um and we were making videos together on this minecraft server and it eventually like became a bigger thing than i think it started as and i'm sure this is the same for these other communities or, or, or groups of, of, of gamers or, or, or whatever uh, came about um, to the point where when we invite somebody new, it became a huge deal. Like, oh, this is, they're, they're, you know, it's like they've been signed to, you know, a, they're a new team or, you know, mm. uh, they've been drafted. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, over nine years, nine plus years, uh, things definitely change and we really no longer play on that server or together on in Minecraft anymore, but we have stuck together and we'll do stuff and, and hang out and do charity events and things um, just kind of more, more casually. It's not such a big official thing, but yeah, we just get together as uh more casual than a big official. Mm. This is Mindcrack incorporated. You know, it was, it was never uh, the sort of thing that say like rooster teeth is or uh uh, Funhouse or those other, yeah, gaming yeah, Roost, like for Roost, pe- listeners who don't know, Rooster Teeth is uh, an insanely big um, company at this point that came up through a group of of YouTubers making content together. I think Rooster Teeth's now owned by like Viacom or one of those huge mm. global c- conglomerates. It's it blows my mind. I think what when you were talking then, I was thinking about when I was sitting there at 14 playing Ultima 6 on my Sega Master System, how not only could I not conceive of a <laughs> video website, um, I couldn't even conceive of the concept of people making videos of video games and mm-hmm. that being a job. We've come on so far and and we got as a treat PewDiePie, which is a, a, not a treat. <laughs> no, I, I agree. Not a treat, indeed. We we were getting there. We had this great idea. It was going well. And then, ah, PewDiePie. Damn it. <laughs> oh, we've dropped the ball. Uh, erase yeah, everything. Start again. Let's, let's yeah. start from year zero again. Let's see, yeah, see if we come out differently. And that is uh, kind of... I personally, I find myself in, if not an interesting spot, but certainly a, a, a different spot. Like, yeah, the PewDiePie's, the the ninjas, uh, you know, these multi-millionaire um, mm. streamers or gamers or, or whatever are the ones who get all the attention and, and the press, bad or good, and usually bad, it seems. Ninja, um, I find fascinating because he comes across in this very family friendly way but he's so grumpy he's he's Mm. not like um 
um, co-carnage. I was about to call him Twitch streamer co-carnage, but you know who he is. <laughs> but I think I was saying that for the listeners. But like co-carnage mm-hmm. is just purely family friendly the whole time and engaging in that way. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's re- it always surprises me like how Ninja's personality has carried him to that point where tens of thousands of people want to sit there and watch him all day. It, it's beyond it, me. Yeah, it, it is beyond me as well <laughs> to the uh, to the point where it feels like almost a separate. It's the same industry, but it se- seems completely separate. I think and, it's. Uh, I, I think the same thing happens in in music. You know, there's you've got Aphex Twin all the way over there making bleeps mm-hmm. and bloops in his Cornish Cornish cottage or whatever, and you've got I don't know, like Dead Mouse. They're essentially in the same ish genre of electronic music, but. Obviously, they have no relationship to each other genetically, I suppose. Right. Different, different evolutionary branches mm. of the same, same, same uh, species or something. Yeah. Yeah. So I, it, it, it's similar on Twitch or YouTube or whatever is there's, there's the, the big popular millionaire moneymakers and congratulations to them. You know, there's many more than just PewDiePie or, or Ninja or whatever, but then I feel like myself and a lot of my friends were just like we're making livable wage and you know this is just our job and uh, we're not getting these crazy endorsements we're not going on wild adventures in our supercars but we're just working a job and I feel sometimes uh, not that I feel like I want or deserve more than that but it's uh Sometimes the platforms forget, I suppose, about the us, I suppose, uh, yeah. the, the kind of just the, the worker bees here kind of just working with our small audiences and communities who are supporting us and keeping us going. But, uh, yeah, it's kind of a weird dichotomy between the two worlds. Which is mm-hmm. the Spotify model of things as well. Yeah, nah. We're not going to support <laughs> you. We're just going right. to make money. It's fine. We're, we're happy. <laughs> <laughs> um, you mentioned cars. You've, um, mm-hmm. I've noticed your Instagram content has shifted to um, Toyota Corollas. Was it a Toyota? It is a Toyota Corolla. I've always, I've always liked cars. Uh, it's always, I mean, I'm sure it's been many uh, topics on the Farland series and talk mm. about a lot, played a lot of racing video games and things like that. Um, but as part of doing this YouTube thing, I have met and become friends with some people who are much more into the the car scene. And uh, I've always wanted an older car, or a fun car, classic car, and uh, ended up a couple of years ago buying a 77 Corolla, mm. Toyota Corolla, which is a an odd choice. It's a yellow uh, for. I, I, know, yellow, I know a lot about cars, so it's a yellow one. <laughs> it is a yellow one. And it's got all um, four wheels. It does, thankfully. Um, so that's been kind of a fun thing to take uh, the viewers along kind of with the ride. And I even over the summer, I, I bought a 96 Subaru SVX, which is just a weird kind of mid-90s. Mm. You know, Subaru tried to make a sports car sort of thing. Um ended up selling it a couple months ago but just uh yeah it's kind of uh I, that's part of i think uh and you're sharing you're fixing these you're you're uh restoring is that the right word i don't know what the right word is but you're that putting might not some be work the right word them. yeah i'm buying them and maybe <clears> they <throat> haven't been cared for or maybe uh it's got a broken radiator so yeah i tried i guess i'm not i'm not huge on restore i'm just learning honestly yeah (laughs) i'm not i'm not a huge uh, gearhead or anything like that so when something breaks i gotta google it and buy whatever part off ebay and 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 fix it or whatever but uh yeah it's just a a little interesting uh kind of side of my personality and and interests uh and you know i've started a a little i guess you'd call it a podcast with some friends where we end up just looking through used car ads online <laughs> and making fun of them and finding the weirdest and, and uh, kind of the most broken cars we can to, to, to poke fun. So that's been fun as well. Um, and yeah, it's, it, it's just part of 
it, it, it's it's a little it's one of those things where uh, certainly as a content creator, like, do you want to monetize every hobby and every aspect of your life? Yeah, uh, you know, video games is now a job. Do I want to do that? You know, do I want to include the car hobby? Do I want to include uh, hiking? Do hiking vlogs? I like hiking and and stuff like that. Do I want to include astronomy? You know, it's weirdly it's I was, a weird balance. The reason I, yeah. I went to the car was to uh, the cars was to ask: Was it is part of that catharsis? Is it like of getting away from being in front of a computer for work? doing something a bit more with your hands a bit more in the real world so it's kind of interesting that you bring up that yeah i think it is i mean it's always it's always been uh, i've always i think tended towards you know working with my hands or being outdoors going for a drive um i mean i even you know heck even dealing with games and computers i like building my own computers and um so yeah, there is an aspect, I think, to that, to kind of step away from the screen. When I got this PC, I hated it, the whole process. Like, because the information on how to build a PC, like the physical building it parts, fine, that information's mm-hmm. there and easy. But the buying of components, mm. like, because it's it's either the most for beginners guide which doesn't really tell you enough or it's the most ridiculously deep tech um <laughs> thing of and it's like there's no middle ground for like i know a bit just just guide me through this and uh right <laughs> and then if you ask the internet like hey i'm looking at this as my build for my pc like on pc part picker or whatever and you share that oh my god it was like hundreds of tweets like oh no you gotta get this oh well you're oh that's wrong like oh god right yeah why aren't you looking at this amd instead of intel why yeah yeah. i I don't know instead of asking me why tell me tell me why i should be looking at that like it's the same way with the the car stuff too if you oh this carburetor is doing this oh you shouldn't have have that that should you know you should have this fuel pump or you should you know uh it, it's very difficult to to find a straight answer with a lot of that stuff um, so we i think british people can can kind of relate to that as a nation but regards brexit everyone had an idea everyone knew no you shouldn't do it like that you should do it like this and uh yeah no one knows no one really knows. I think a lot of us just like to sound like we know. Very true. And the internet allows <laughs> for you to sound like you know uh, with a very loud voice. Oh, God, uh, Regardless yeah. of what platform or forum you're posting to, uh, which can, can drown out the conversation pretty easily. I, I'm really bad. So Twitter is my just splurge place. It's my place where I will just say stuff. And um, but I still have to. I see things every day that I want to respond to. Like I know something about that. I want my to put my ten pence in about it. But nine times out of ten, it's just not worth the effort. It's not worth the uh, keystrokes to to write your your slamming hot take about that subject. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I think that's a very a popular XKCD comment. Uh, mm. a comic where what are you doing somebody's wrong on the internet <laughs> i must <laughs> like superheroes uh so yeah that i feel like those of us who maybe have been around long enough are starting to take the same approach as you where it's like is that that's not worth it like i don't this person or this opinion or whatever doesn't doesn't affect me in any way it's interesting i was talking to one of um the, someone i met through twitch actually just a, a viewer but someone i play um animal crossing with last night mm. and um yeah another twitch streamer won't say who went off on a marketing woman over her using the word influencer and he like brought in his basically massive audience on twitter to just angry at this one word and it was like 
dude, just just calm down. She's actually doing her job and using that term correctly, whereas you're just piling on her when you didn't need to. You could have talked about Dark Souls or whatever game you like, but instead, you're angry. You don't need to be angry on the internet as much as we are, I think is what I'm trying to say. I agree. You put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> what? I agree. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> yes, I agree. That's it. <laughs> um, talking about angry on the internet, um, having spent so much time with Minecraft, um, who, who, what was, what was, uh, which was created by Notch. Obviously, Notch has maybe gone a little awry online with mm-hmm. with some of the things he said a lot 99 percent of what he said in the last few years um yeah but does that have an effect on on when you're picking something to play or do do you i don't know does minecraft in particular because it's always going to be his creation even though he's not involved anymore um do you have to pause for thought over that, or do you just accept that the audience understand the separation between the creator and the creation? Uh yeah, it's it's hard. Uh, I don't I don't know that there's any instance as obvious as the Minecraft and mm. what has become of Notch. I suppose we could say. Um, I think I have. I guess most of us, uh, but I particularly have separated that myself and i think a lot of the viewers understand and honestly a lot of the newer like the younger generation who are getting into to minecraft have missed all that they, no they're clue. in the, the microsoft era of minecraft yeah um so, but, so listeners uh, if you don't know notch just imagine someone who spent a lot of time in their house um coding as as their hobby and then somehow got given billions of dollars and access to cocaine, and has a Twitter. Yes, and yeah. has a Twitter. I I found it funny. Somebody uh, said that similar to what's what's becoming of Elon Musk of Tesla and SpaceX yeah. is they're saying uh, Elon Musk is the notch of electric cars. <laughs> I can in see the way it. he treats his Twitter. Twitter, yeah. Um, See, I, I, I've, I've met Notch uh, a couple times at conventions, and he's, he, he, I doubt he does still, but he used to watch Farlands or Bust, and he gave to the charity a couple times, mm. um, uh, and that's all in the past, and that's all great and good. Um, I but used yeah, to watch used... him play um, Factorio, probably. Yeah, and yeah. Um, like just him playing and just chatting, listening to music. He seemed like a genuinely pleasant dude, and then. You go on his Twitter and it's like, oh, 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 okay. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, yeah. it might be he, whereas we're like, that's not worth it to make that argument. That's not worth the keystrokes. He yeah. apparently still finds it very worth it <laughs> to, maybe, to, to take on everything. Maybe he's dictating. That saves the keystrokes. He's <laughs> <laughs> using uh, dictation app on his phone. <laughs> Every single day, my phone tries to make me dictate something while I'm typing, and it all, it always makes me angry. No, a phone! I don't want to say these words aloud. <laughs> That's weird. That is not the future I wish to live in. Yeah, I'm just trying to never... text a fart joke to Andrea. Come on! <laughs> don't make my neighbours hear it while I type it. <laughs> <clears throat> so what's what's next for Kurt J Mac? With the with we didn't even mention the apocalypse that we're living through right now, but true. What I, with yeah, that? there's that whole thing. <laughs> That's definitely a thing. Um, is is there any obviously because you're streaming? Are you noticing more people being about, or is it no change? Uh that I talked to about this with my with on my stream yesterday, where everybody who maybe doesn't already work from home, it's been a major, major shift in their lives. Um, for myself, it doesn't seem, because I have i didn't go to an office, I didn't go out. So maybe maybe I have seen a little bit more viewers, I suppose, mm. more, more people who might have, uh, names I recognize, regular viewers, but maybe they're at home now. Uh, mm. So they're, they're actually in the chat when they normally wouldn't be. Um, so a little bit, I think, and it is one of those 
tough topics that I didn't even know here if we wanted to breach because I do have some friends who are streamers who are like I I I want to be an escape from that for my fans. I don't want to talk about that um as opposed to some other people who make it their, you know, they go over the latest headlines which um is might be a little bit exhausting. Well, if if you're um like uh, from my personal experience that if you want to do well aiming to be the escape is is the safer path than being mm. the the outlet like i was doing well on twitch up until brexit and then it it hit me emotionally quite hard so my content changed a little um mm-hmm. and then you know it's such a divisive issue that the people who disagreed with me were pushed away but even the people who agreed with me were like yeah i just don't want to think about this dan can you just die at super meat boy over and over again please <laughs> you know so like definitely i can i can totally see why people would want to uh, avoid it and right. and if you're putting on netflix you're not watching you know daredevil go on about washing your hands so it does make sense true very true although they probably yeah. have now edited in daredevil washing right. his hands after every fight because the you know it's in the blood as well <laughs> <laughs> gotta stay topical got to stay topical got to <laughs> the is interesting um for you to have back to flob had done the same thing for nine years when you're in uh an ecosystem that is constantly evolving. It's actually kind of nice that someone can do the same thing for that long and still have an audience and still have success doing it. Um, instead of a lot of people who will chase a trend and, oh, this mm. is popular now. Oh, doing React videos is popular now. Oh, I've got an Eat a Tide pod. Excellent. Right, let's do that today. <laughs> yeah, it is. It, it's, uh, I mean, it's I as as perhaps comforting as it is for, for viewers, that's comforting for me. Uh, I'm kind of a, I'm, I'm not much of a thrill seeker or like you said, trend uh, follower um i i'm i'm a creature of habit so this has been a very i suppose familiar habit to continue for so long and and even both you know culturally platforms wise uh, world news has changed over 9 years my own life uh i've moved multiple states i've had some significant personal uh you know life changes and relationships mm. and things like that um some of that I've I've been genuine, like you said, with my audience about some of that. I keep for myself still, um, but uh, but yeah, to have a constant that still evolves. I definitely can tell a difference between you know nine years ago, um, mm. my my voice, I suppose, uh, my comfort level with 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 doing this sort of thing versus now. There's certainly an evolution there, but yeah, it is uh, a little bit of a, a comfort thing uh, a, a constant uh to, to kind of keep up with mm. it is really it i i know I, I sound a bit like an old man when i talk about the internet but just the <laughs> evolution how fast everything has come about how it, it's not overnight but how if you are 15 years old on this very day chances are you'll be doing a job that a lot of people don't even know exists yet and that's mm-hmm. like mind blowing to me, but at the same time, it's rad as well. It's like genuinely yeah. hope I get another thirty years on Earth just so I can see where we end up. Exactly, and that's one of the things I've, if I've done conventions or or, or whatever, uh, you know, the kids who are there for Minecraft, you know, it's been it's very kid oriented right now, and. Mm. Uh, the, the you know nine ten year old kids who are like oh you know how how do I become a YouTuber how do I become a Twitch streamer <laughs> and I'm like it, you're 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 nine or ten in in eight years who knows yeah. what there's gonna be I would say don't don't aim for this maybe you know keep on your toes keep up with you know technology and education and whatever but I you know when I was nine ten uh, as you were just saying this didn't exist <laughs> there was no 
no way to predict it. Uh, mm. I mean, I suppose if you could have predicted it, you would have created it, and then you, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I I got asked the other day, and genuinely, um, what MySpace was, and that blew my mind. Mm-hmm. Like how we've moved. That that was a big thing. So yeah, you cannot tell where we're gonna be in in a few years' time. You think about like TikTok. TikTok didn't exist. Well, it sort of existed a couple of years ago as musically, but mm. you know, in its current form has only existed what eight eighteen months, two years? Yeah, it's like the biggest thing out there. Right, and that's Amazon one of the things that exist. even I'm right. I'm I'm it doesn't exist. I mean, exists, but it, I, I, that's something I've not delved into. There's a lot that I've just not had the mental space. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, I've, I've seen some funny TikToks, but I'm like, I have no idea. Yeah, I embrace uh, people posting other people's TikToks on Twitter. Right. <laughs> that's where I am. Am I going to download the app? No, no. Right. Because you know within a week I'll be posting stupid TikToks and people going, what the hell's Dan doing? Why is he dancing to Bon Jovi? Well, this is not the content I signed up for. <laughs> well, I yeah, think that's we, when everybody's parents were signing up for Facebook, and oh, you know what? what we wanted. Th- that's that is what will kill Facebook eventually. Mm. Not everyone's parents, just my dad, just my dad mm. being on Facebook, angrily shouting at every one of his relatives. Eventually, Facebook are going to see it and go, you know what? This site was a bad idea. Let's just shut it down. <laughs> Dan's dad's at it again. Look at him. Look at him go. <laughs> just your specific dad is just my going dad. to be the doom. Starting every book. sentence. I'm not racist, but <laughs> <laughs> he's not. He's not racist as far as I know. <laughs> but. But. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good point to end, I think. I think we've done all right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank thank you for having me, and congratulations. I saw it's it's your one year. This is this will anniversary be the anniversary of falling one. forward. Well, yeah. weirdly as well, it falls on Tuesday, which is my birthday. So well, this is my birthday. birthday episode as well. So it didn't even cross my mind till today that I should do some sort of one year anniversary episode. But I know what'll happen. It'll I'll think about it for weeks, and then it'll come out in like September. Yeah, there's the one year, like, 18 months late. We finally got it. Got it figured out. Yeah. I'm a big fan of of YouTubers and content creators who promise a thing and then (laughs) it never transpires. Right, I'm going to stop the recording part so now you can get all your swear words ready and stuff. All right. right. So you can say goodbye. Oh, actually, where can we find you on the internet, Kurt J. Mack? I am I'm all over the internet. I have uh, farlandsorbust.com is the main website for the series Farlands or Bust where and that's uh, where you can find all the donation links for the charity pause. Right, for the current charity pause to donate uh, to keep keep the journey going. Um, but I'm everywhere else on the internet at Kurt J Mac. Uh, Twitch, Twitter, uh, YouTube is Kurt J Mac uh, is is where I am. And Instagram as well. Uh, Instagram is the one uh, strange one. That one's Kurt Indeed. Oh, is it? I did not know. It is. I did not know. <laughs> I just assumed. I assumed I got it wrong. But that's. I suppose that's where you keep your spicy nudes and stuff. So yeah, obviously the, not the, the spicy yellow Corollas. <laughs> <laughs> well, they are spicy. <laughs> well, did you enjoy that conversation? If so, smash that subscribe button and drop a scintillating five-star review. And don't forget, you can support this podcast directly by hopping over to patreon.com forward slash Dan Enjoy! Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory. But boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait. Is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? 
All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com Hey, there you go. That's it. Episode 31 done. In the bag. Don le sac, as they say in Portugal. My dumb dad humor will be the death of us all. That was a lovely one. Kurt is genuinely a nice human. It's part of the reason I chose him to be the first one that I do remotely. I watch him on Twitch and know that he's a nice man. And I just took some of the pressure off. I didn't feel like it was going to be awkward at any point. Um, He's done so much good stuff. Like, I first heard of Violent or Bust about three years ago, maybe. Um... And just, yeah, I put it on every week. It's one of my YouTube weekly things alongside the Gymquisition. But it's such a, I don't know, it's quite a calming experience just watching someone walk for an hour west in Minecraft once a week and just hear about their lives. It's like a vlog or vlog, I think. Yeah, I hope you all enjoyed that. Do you know what? Being just in my house, like we all are at the moment, I've got very little ramble to do at the end. Yet, I'm always just in my house. Where does the rambling come from? Maybe it's like psychosomatic that I know everyone else is stuck indoors, so it's affecting me. Hmm. That's got to be worth scientific study. Oh, these outros. I'm toying with the idea of just never having an intro or outro again because I clearly cannot control the ramble. You know, I can't control it. Maybe I could write a script. Ooh, I could get a team of writers in to write the intros and outros for me. They'd have to do it for exposure because I'm cheap, you know. But I'm sure some of the people behind, like, Curb Your Enthusiasm or something would want to come on board. I could, I could get their work out to literally tens of people. Yeah, no. Okay, let's end this outro. We'll be back in a fortnight for, uh, I don't know who. There's a, a German man I would like to talk to. There's a journalist I would like to talk to. Uh, and there's an arty man I'd like to talk to. Man or woman, I don't actually know if the artist is a man or woman. I'll have to ask them on the podcast, maybe. So whichever one of those answers my Twitter DM first will be your next guest. Anyway, guys, see you next time. Thank you once again for coming. All over my tits. Thank you once again for listening. All over my tits. (laughs) 